going on, B Squared Nation. You guys have your co-host, Cody Burns, coming to you guys today solo to talk about something that is so near and dear in my heart. And we are talking all things leadership. Fam, if there is anybody in your life, whether it's you, your coworkers, boss, spouse, significant other, that you think would benefit from a podcast surrounding all things leadership, please, please, please share this with them. We, Gavin and I, are trying to make the biggest impact possible, and we could do that with your help of sharing this on social media or just sharing that link with your fellow peeps that you know that want to get to that next level as well. Today, I'm not just talking about traditional leadership as it stands on Google, where the definition of leadership is to essentially serve a company for the best outcome, aka make the money, make that company as much money as humanly possible. To me, I truly feel like that's such a waste of time. When your time on this earth is done and they dig your grave, and all they're gonna have to talk about is how you made all this money doing something you didn't care about, or doing it for somebody who you didn't care about. Or doing it for something you never saw the outcome of. To me, that's just such a waste of life. I'm talking about servant leadership. The definition of servant leadership is a philosophy in which the goal of a leader is to serve his or her people. In which everyone has a common goal. The other day, I was in my gym. And one of my child watch workers, who's uh, 16... Came in with her mom and we were just kind of bullshitting and just, had, you know, kind of catching up, having a talk. And I asked her, I'm like, you know, is there anything that I could do to help you make your job better? You know, and she just kind of looked at me weird. She's like, I don't know. She's like, you're the boss. You tell me. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not your boss. I need you to know that truly I serve you. It goes you and then me in terms of pecking order. You are number one. And I truly do believe that when it comes to every single person in my life, if they're close to me, whether they're on on my team, friends, family, they're in my small circle, I truly do believe that I'm a servant of that person to help them accomplish what they want to do. Because I know in the return, they'll do the same for me. My number one tip or life lesson learned, hard lesson learned, is if you want to be a leader, a servant leader in particular, you have to be willing to own the responsibility of being that servant leader. Leadership isn't just a title. It's not something that's just given to you. It's something that's earned. In 2016, I earned the title of being a team leader in the Army. Private first class, Cody Burns, team leader in Arcadia, Wisconsin, four squad, second platoon, We were in charge of basically the heavy weaponry and I really worked my butt off, had high PT scores. I scored very well athletically and everything. I took direction well, and they thought I deserved a leadership position. One thing that they failed to overlook is that, well, I was 21 years old and everyone on my team was, well, older than me, of course. And that really wasn't so much of a problem. What the problem was is that I wasn't old enough, or I should say mature enough, to handle the problems that come with being a true leader. Leaders are willing to take on the pressure of their team. They're willing to take on 
anything that comes at them and make adjustments. I had about five men underneath me that I worked with. And my number one piece of advice that my squad leader gave me at the time was just checking on your men, checking on them, checking on them, checking on them again until you're blue in the face. Make sure they're good in between drills. I was in the National Guard and I never, you know, saw us, in, you know, deploying anytime soon at that time. We weren't supposed to be on any deployments. So I didn't take that advice to heart. I had one soldier underneath me who very openly, and we all knew, was going through a very hard time mentally. And, you know, we knew he was going through a bad breakup. He had a very hard upbringing, which is what led to him joining the military. And he, you know, was just struggling at life in general. Again, I myself, I did not take the responsibility of being a leader serious enough to check in on him daily or weekly even. It was more or less just once a month, like, hey, bud, how you doing? How you feeling? Him and I served two years together, went on several mock missions together, went through just some crappy situations together. And when you go through really hard times with people, you just develop a relationship and love for them that you just, you cannot replicate outside of awful situations. And one day as I was out fishing with my dad, I was in the middle of a tournament and I got a phone call from my squad leader, Specialist Nichols. Phone rang. I answered within two rings. I say, what's up? He's like, did you hear the news? I you know, of course, very confusingly said, and like, no, what, what news? Like, do we not have, you know, I joked and as I usually do, I'm like, do we not have drill this month or do we get the summer off or something? He's like, in a very deep voice, he's like, no, very serious and very stern. He's like, specialist Balagord, um, isn't with us anymore. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, like, did he quit or something? Like what, what happened? He's like, no, no. Like he, he committed suicide and I'll never forget that phone call the rest of my life. I'll never forget the feeling that my blood rushing all throughout my body, my heart sinking all the way out of my body through the boat to the water and how heartbroken I was instantly. Knowing what he was going through, knowing how much hard of a time he was having, reality all of a sudden hit me like a ton of bricks. And, you know, I went home that night and I, you know, I, I had, I was so frazzled, you know, the fact that one of my men committed suicide and I was so young, you know, and I didn't know how to handle it that, um, I remember I came home, I actually got in a fight with my mom because she was asking me all these questions about it. And I just got super mad and I ended up, uh, driving away and I slept in my car that night just because I just really freaking needed some alone time. And, you know, I'm not trying to start this podcast off on such a sad note. I don't want anybody to feel pity for me to feel sorry for me, but it's to really just teach you and to hope, hope that you take a lesson I had to learn that, you know, being in any sort of position or just being a person in general comes with the responsibility of checking in on your people. If you love them, tell them. If you appreciate them, tell them. If you care about them, tell them. But not only tell them that, but you need to show them. Because life is too short to think you're too big and tough to not do those sort of things or to hold grudges. To any trainer who's ever worked with me, they'll attest to this. I always say, train every camp as if it's your last because you never know when your last camp may be. And that holds true with every date you may have with your wife or your husband or significant other, with every single time you hang out with one of your friends and family. Make it count. Make it count as if it's the last time you're ever going to see them. And that way you have a lasting impact 
a lasting memory that they'll never be able to forget about you. I think that's super important. What I'm trying to get at here is that if you are going to assume a leadership role that comes with responsibilities that are bigger than yourself, and you must be ready to take those on, head on. Number two, if you want to be good at something, you need to be absolutely 120% obsessed with it. If you want to be, you know, mediocre or have life balance when it comes to living your dream, this ain't the podcast for you. You might as well just click off this episode right now and wait for the next one. I'm talking to people who want to be the absolute best leaders so bad that they are willing to lose sleep over it, that they're willing to dream about it, that they're willing to wake up early every single day and work towards being the best freaking leader on the face of the planet. For me personally, I could care less about accolades or money made, profit and loss margins. I could care less. I wake up every single day with one goal in mind, and that's just to be the best version of me possible. But more importantly, to be the best leader. So that way those around me can succeed in their positions as well, no matter where that may be, personal or professional. You can't just act this part. You need to eat it, live it, be it 24-7. There's no days off from being a leader. Being a leader is something that you have to do day in and day out. Again, this isn't a title that's just given to you. You have to earn it and then earn it every single day. Once you get there, that's only the start of the position for you. I promise you. I'm a true believer that egos have no, or sorry, that leaders have no ego. When I first got into my position with Burn Boot Camp, I was the only guy. I was I was the only one working there. Um, I trained, you know, forty five plus, you know, forty plus camps every single week for about fourteen months straight. And then we realized that you know one person can't do all the things between the front desk, the cleaning, and everything else. And we ended up hiring trainers and a front desk. And um, you know. At that time, again, being only 23, 24, I wasn't old enough to handle the responsibilities of being a leader. Just because you're really good at something doesn't mean that you're ready for a leadership position. You know, I was, I know at that time I was a fantastic trainer, but it doesn't mean that you're a fantastic leader. I I was so focused on being the best trainer I could be and making the most money possible and and changing the most lives possible that I completely forgot to just simply take care of my people around me, take care of a team that they're all they want to do was help me out. And my ego is so big that I just wanted all the intention on me because that's what I was used to for the, because for the last 14 months, it was only me and all me all the time. It was me, me, me 24 seven that I just completely forgot about the big picture. And if I truly cared zero fucks about changing lives for the better, I needed to have a team around me that was going to support me in that mission. And I needed to serve them, not expect them to serve me. And it took me a lot of time losing a lot of employees, having a lot of bad things said about me behind my back, but was probably very deserving of, to learn that I needed to be a better person. 
anybody can be a good person on social media or in front of a lot of group of people and put on a fake face and whatnot. But what you do behind closed doors will always be leaked out to the public. I promise you. I said things I regretted. I said things I shouldn't have. I've done things I shouldn't have done. And again, it just came down to meaning to learn that I needed to bring my team along with me. So my number two lesson to you is that, look, if you want to be a leader, you have to learn to eat last. Whenever we had lunch or dinner or breakfast, didn't matter. And no matter how hungry you were, if you were in a leadership position in the army, you were at the back of the line and everybody on your team was always in front of you. And I still carry that with me today. Whenever I bring the team out, I make sure everyone has their meal first. Whenever we go out to movies or something, or we end up doing a team event, I make sure I'm the last one through the door and I'm opening up the door for them. Because again, it comes down to serving my people around me in every single way to make sure that they feel supported outside and inside of the day-to-day stuff. For me, you know, I had to learn that, you know, number three, that if you want to be a great leader, you need to be surrounded by other leaders as well. Otherwise, you can completely complacent and you have no more room for growth. So my advice to you would be, if you want to build a team or picture your team as your family or your friendships or relationships or whatever it may be, you need to surround people who are very like-minded, who have the same common goal for you. Because if you want to serve people who only want to make money or who only want to worry about themselves, you're going to exhaust yourself. And you're going to run yourself into the ground. So it's unbelievably important to surround yourself with people who just want to have the same thing as you, just as bad, who want to be leaders, who want to be in your position someday. And it's up to you as a leader to help them get them to where they are today. But again, you, it's so hard to find people who have the same mindset as you. In order to do that, you have to stay patient. You have to ask them the right questions throughout a hiring process or be very cautious when it comes to developing a friendship or a relationship. I'm always tipping my, I'm always dipping my toes in whenever it comes to talking to somebody new, who I don't know. I'll give them very short, very, very short, um, you know, plays of me and that's it until they earn my trust. And then I'll be fully invested in them. So if you guys want to be leaders, Servant leaders, not just your typical traditional leaders. If you want to be servant leaders, number one, you have to be willing to own that responsibility of being that leader and take it whole on, take it head on, 100%. You have to tell them you love them. Tell your people you care about them and see what ways you can do to make them succeed. Make sure you lose your ego. Leave that at the door and do what you can to help them. And then from there, you just have to practice what you preach. And make sure you make it known that you're in the trenches with them, willing to go to battle with them, and support them when shit hits the fan. Because when all else fails, it will fall on your shoulders. And make sure you're ready for those moments. Fam, again, if you guys enjoyed this, make sure you share and comment like this. And tell everyone you know who thinks they need to listen to this. I appreciate you guys. Keep being awesome. Change some lives. Talk to y'all later.